Praise the Lord, everybody. It's good to see everybody here today. Everybody excited about today's service. Another day that we can come into the house of God and give him thanks and praise. You know, praising God is a option that you have. You can either praise and worship him or you, or you don't. And I'm glad and thankful that God has moved on me in my life and, and put it in my heart to worship him and give him thanks and praise because it's the key to my life. And I understand that he is a good God. And like this, this morning's lesson, he, he loves us. He's on our side. Amen. He wants us to be happy. He wants us to enjoy life. I've got a few scriptures I'd like to read, and then we'll, we'll have a little prayer service this morning and, and ask God to, to uh, be in this service with us today. James 1 and 5 reads, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. James chapter 3 says, Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in, the, in humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come from, down from heaven, but is earthly and unspiritual. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and, evil, and every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit impartial and sincere peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. And in Proverbs 3, the Amplified Version says, Happy, blessed, considered fortunate, to be admired is the man who finds skillful and godly wisdom and the man who gains understanding and insight, learning from God's word and life's experiences. So the Bible lets you know that wisdom is something that can be attained by each one of us, and it's required for us to live a, a godly life. So today when we go into prayer and we seek God on this Sunday afternoon, that ask God to, ask God to give you that godly wisdom for every aspect of your life because every one of our circumstances is different. Not everything's black and white. Not everything is treated the same. Everybody's problem's different. Everybody has to deal with it. A different way so sometimes you can't even seek good solid advice from somebody because they they don't have all the info that you have and they may not have the right thing but God can give you that God God can clear up your mind and he can give you that godly wisdom and make every situation a victorious uh, situation you can come out the other end in victory and that's what God wants for us so today as a church Let's find a place to pray for a few minutes, and let's, let's ask God to give us some godly wisdom in our lives today.
We serve a good God. He's trustworthy. He's faithful. He'll never let you down. All kind of people in your life will let you down. God never let you down. He's always there for you. We'll start this service as we stand today. I wonder if anybody has a special need, if they have a need in their body and they want to be prayed for today, they can step up to the front and be anointed with oil. And If you have any special need today that you'd like to have a prayer request for somebody or something in your life, yes. Yes, remember Sister Erickson's mother. Yes. Yes, remember Sister Diana today. Yes. Yes, my mother today. Her health. Uh, yes. Yes, pray for Sister Renee's mother. Yes. Yes, let's pray for her mother too. Yes. God hears every prayer. That's all the needs we have today. Let's take them to the Lord. He's faithful. Isaac, would you take an offering and tithes at this time? Oh, we thank you, Lord God. You've been so good to us. I will bless thee, O Lord. I will bless thee, O Lord. With the heart of thanksgiving. 
Yes to the Lord, my soul says. 
a great king he's doing great things my soul says yes 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 to the lord well he brought me out of darkness into this marvelous light he set my feet on straight street now i'm a living right he's a great king yes he's doing great things my soul says yes 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 to the lord my soul says yes to the lord oh he's a great king night my soul said yes to the Lord I remember it and every time I do it's an emotional thought that comes in my head of where I was and where God pulled me from the night I said yes God I'll do it your way God I'll give up my will and I'll go your way God I thank you Lord Jesus he's been so good to me no looking back now there's no not a moment of regret now the night I said yes I praise his wonderful name he's been so good to me uh, you all may be seated. We uh, don't have a special today, so we're going to turn it right over to the pastor, and I look forward to hearing from God today. God's done great things for us, and he's going to continue doing great things, and, and uh, pray for God's anointing on this service, and, and everybody has got the liberty today to worship God and amen the pastor and get involved and uh, get this rolling and find out what God has good for us today. Love you. Appreciate you. I'm rolling. <laughs> Praise the Lord, everybody. Great to see you here today. Amen. I was here earlier this morning praying, and sometimes I kind of, you know, I don't pray for the people in the pews. I pray that God would just simply fill pews. Amen. I pray for the church. Thank God for each and every one of you and your commitment to walk with God. And then I also pray for the unknowns because God's got a lot of people he's working on in this community. And uh, I want to be a part of that. 
and uh, looking forward to all that the Lord is going to do. Praise the Lord. Just reminding you that we do have Brother Kraft coming up on the 20th. Uh, it's a Saturday of November. Uh, that will be um, right over in our fellowship hall. It will be at lunchtime at noon. And uh, what we did the last time is we had a great time of fellowship. And I think it's going to be a Thanksgiving kind of food is what we're shooting for. And then uh, Brother Kraft, who is a missionary for 37 years or more uh, overseas. Brother Kraft is the man that kind of got my wife and I to go overseas for the very first time. And I ended up being with him about eight times overseas. And uh, a great, great man. I can't wait for you to meet him if you don't know him already. And uh, he's going to bless your heart. And I promise you he'll come with, with things that are going to be a blessing in your life. Praise the Lord. And then he'll be with us that Saturday at noon. And then, and then Sunday morning he'll teach in Sunday school. And then he'll be preaching that morning later in the morning. And uh, just looking forward to that. We have, I think, a uh, children's evangelism going on at uh, Brother Wisdom's Church in uh, Wagner on uh, uh, the 3rd of November, which is Wednesday night, so you can't go to that. <clears throat> I will uh, probably check with Brother Wisdom, but uh, uh, we will, uh, at this point in time, I'm just planning on having service here, but if you are wanting to be a part of that, they have a national program, our national children's ministry has got, has got um, a couple coming that are tremendous speakers. And uh, if anybody ever wanted to go to that, I certainly would uh, encourage you to be a part of that. Uh, it happens to be that I think probably will continue on because I have people coming on Wednesday nights now that I'm wanting to keep growing and encouraging. And uh, so I will still have church here. But if you would ever want to be a part of that, I encourage you to be a part of that also because uh, we certainly don't want to stop people being a part of our uh, program of what we have in our organization. It is a great thing. Turning your attention this morning to 2 Samuel chapter 23, 2 Samuel chapter 23, verses 15 through 17. It's great to have uh, the Mills family with us, and we are, when I see them come in the door, I think I, I hope that, uh, <clears throat> that we'll be able to, Lord, touch their lives because they already have parents that brought them up in the good things of God's Word, and they've heard a lot of good messages. But I'm going to trust that the Lord is able to give us fresh bread today. And uh, many of you have heard thousands of messages now in your walk with God. So um, I'm not competing to show you some new thing, uh, but I do want to give you a word that comes from the Lord, and I pray that it will be something that will bless you for today. Amen. Because today's the day we got to worry about living for God, right? Amen. Tomorrow, we hope but uh, today is very important, and glad that you are here, and uh, so thankful for what the Lord is doing in the Jones family, coming, uh, Buell and Lee and, uh, and uh, Lynette, and excited for them. They're, they're talking more and more about uh, God working in their lives, and I'm excited about that, and uh, want to get Jessica and Preston back, amen, we got to work on them, and uh, talking with uh, Dee Dee and Denny. Today, uh, there may be a chance that one of these days we're going to be able to get them back in church, uh, able to have someone there to watch their mother while they're in church. And so I'm excited about the possibility of that happening and uh, looking forward to that, making that a, a, a great thing for the church. So God is so good. 
2 Samuel 23, 15 through 17, And David longed and said, Oh, that one would give me drink of the water of the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. And the three mighty men break through the host of the Philistines and drew water out of the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate and took it and brought it to David. Nevertheless, he would not drink thereof, but poured it out unto the Lord. And he said, Be it far from me, O Lord, that I should do this. Is not this the blood of the men that went in jeopardy of their lives? Therefore he would not drink it. These things did these three mighty men. Amen. I want to just talk to you about um, a common offering today. A common offering. And that the Lord would bless today, challenging the church and each of every one of us that the Lord would have his way and that we would be uh, tender before God and sensitive that the Holy Ghost could move in each of our lives and that we would see the common more and more frequently in our lives be something that we could give to God and it would be well received of the Lord. Amen. Lord, bless today. Bless each and every heart and life. Lord, I pray that you do great things in this church this morning. Lord, we give you thanks and praise. Lord, we ask that your will would be done. And Lord, we're so thankful for the church in Chelsea. So thankful for what you're doing in this community. We pray, Lord, that you bless her right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. Thank you for standing. Whatever it is that you see in your life that God wants to do through you, the pursuits that you have for the holy, the things that God is interested in in your life, so that they don't only, uh, they are not merely a dream that you have that one day you want to be this or that, but that you would actually see God fulfill those things in your life. It's going to take time for you to realize some things in your daily life are precious in the sight of God. It's not just the high moments of our days. It seems like I can remember those times when I said yes to God in a more dynamic way in a church service or at a conference, and I said, God, I'll go all the way. God, I'll live for you. God, I'll run through the troop and leap over the wall for you. We remember those times, those high times that we had in God. But I want to talk to you today about also those times when in our daily lives, in our daily living, when, when it seems like things are not uh, necessarily a steamroller marching forth or, or the army bringing forth victory, but it may be those times that we simply say, God, this is a God moment, and I'm going to live for you with all of my heart. Amen. It was like this in the time of David's life. There was no victory against the Philistines at this point. It was a time that the Philistines had come and circumvented all that was going on in Bethlehem. And, and David and his men were on the outside uh, without looking in and seeing what the Philistines were doing. That they were trying to cut off the city and, 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 and bring pursuit upon them. 
And it was there that, that David, in a work for God and working for him and marching for God and, and being a, a victorious battle for God, that we find David in the common just thinking, oh, here in the heat of the battle, here in the fray of, of skirmishes here and there, of, uh, of no real victory yet and no great defeat yet, but yet David is there with his men doing what God wanted him to do. It was there that we see David seemingly having like a daydream that was voiced with his voice and oh, that I could just, I'd like to have a drink of that well water in Bethlehem by the gate. It's because that David had been there many times that David had enjoyed that cool water that came from deep within the earth. It had nothing to do with the environment without, within, with the hot sun and, and the circumstances that were going on around it. it. had nothing to do with battle. It's just that David had experienced and knew that that well was there and that it was a place of refreshing. It was a place in past days he had gone and drank from there and enjoyed immensely. And so it was just seemingly the desire of a man who was thirsty, just a man who wanted and just thinking about how nice it would be to be able to be on the inside there enjoying, enjoying the things of that cool, fresh, refreshing water. Well, there were men there that were men who stood with David, men who, who were known and defined by their faithfulness and their belief that David's God would be God. And it was these men who heard David's uh, meandering, David's dream, as it were, and just saying, oh, if David wants that, then we're going we're gonna to pursue it. And, and these men stepped out beyond the wall of protection where they were and, and, and made their way in and infiltrated through the enemy camp and made their way into Bethlehem and there found that, that well that David spoke of and, and got that, that cup of water, as it were, and, and made their way back through the fray of the Philistines and their armies and all the way back to where David was. And they said, here, David, this is for you. Well, that was commendable. But when David saw what these common men did, how that they took the common of just well water in Bethlehem and made it something that was something that was incredible for they they put their lives in jeopardy they they stepped out for the man of god that they trusted and there they they went all the way and they in the midst of battle in the midst of the question marks and they and they fought their way through and got that and came back again to bring david that water david saw something that was common and had now turned to something that was precious. He saw something, the waters of Bethlehem as mere being a place where he had drank before, but now they became something so valuable. And they saw that God of a truth, to really give God honor, he should not partake of this, but he should allow God to receive the offering. 
that special place in our lives. And in the midst of our daily walk with God, in the midst of our battles that we are a part of, in the midst of, of, of the fray of skirmishes and fighting against the enemy and warring with those things, all of a sudden that which was common became precious. That which was seemingly immaterial became of great value and worth. And David saw that as something that truly God deserved and not he himself. And so David would not drink of it. But he took that offering and he took it, that thing that was precious, and he poured it upon the ground. And he said, God, I will not take of this. I will not enjoy this. But this is for you. There's a places in our lives, in our daily living, places where we are just going through the common day, just the normal schedule, just the weekly commitments, the things that we do, the kids off to school and, 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 and our jobs calling us and going through the normal hours of punching the clock and, and just the common of life. There are things that come along in our lives because of your faith in God, because of your faith in your walk and your confidence in God in your life, you can see the Heavenly Father involved. You can see Him in the midst of the common of your life. And things become and take on great importance far more than ever before. Those are real places. Those are real things that happen in our lives where all of a sudden what just was a normal day became a day to see the fire quenched. Just a common day became a day to say, if God be in it, he will bring forth victory. Just a common day when we say and we are willing that in the time in the midst of snow, we will go down to the pit and, and slew our enemy. Oh, there are story after story in the word of God. Oh, it was those common times when Esther could come to herself and realize for such a time as this, in the midst of my common, God would perform and do a great work. It's this awakening that we have as human beings today that God is in the midst of the common. It was the common uh, oh, uh, manger. It was the common animals. It was the common time of the year. Oh, so many things are just normal in our daily lives, but all of a sudden God becomes great in our life when all of a sudden we realize God is in the midst working here. It's those times that we can give something to God that is above and beyond. I, I honor people when they make a stand for something they believe in. I honor people when they say, I will go this far but no further. I honor men and women who in their daily lives say, this was God, and I had to take time to give him praise. This was a God moment, and I need to make room for God and say, God, in the middle of all the things that are just normal, you are great and greatly to be praised. 
Oh, it's that David moment in your life. Oh, in the midst, we don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know about David becoming king yet. All we know is, is the anointing of God is upon him, and he feels a sense that God is in the midst of his people. And David perceived this great cost that these men had given in honor of him, and he said, I don't deserve it. This is God working and moving. And David took that water and poured it out. He, he gave something to God that he could not take back. His sacrifice that day was something that went beyond the norm of lip service, of saying what he believes that God is God, and that his faith that he has that God is great. But that day, David poured it out never to be returned to the cup, never to be given and taken back. But that day he gave to God something. And I, I feel like today, there's these moments in our lives, in our, in our living as a Christian, that God will express and reveal things to you that you may have never clicked or known or understood before. And it's those times that, that all of a sudden we perceive the greatness of God and, and the importance of all that we have is really His. And it's those God moments that the Lord is greatly praised and worshipped. It's not just raising our hands because the song service leader told us we should. It's, it's not just going through the, the traditional Sunday morning and Sunday school and Wednesday night and, and anything else that the church is doing. But, but there are, there's this ability of God working in our lives in the midst of our battle, in the midst of our daily work. He's able to talk to us and bring us to a moment, to a realization that God wants to be God in your life like never before. That he wants to be great in your life. That it's not just a matter of talking about the Chelsea Church, but it's what God wants to do, and, and he'll name any one of our names and say, uh, it's a wake-up call. It's a perception. It's an understanding of the holy it's a realization that God wants to do more in my life than I ever acknowledged. And it's there that we come to this awakening. It's where we come to this awareness that this is something that was, it's, it's Moses coming to a burning bush that was not consumed. It's Joshua being called to take off his shoes and there to meet the one who would take him through all of his battles as God brought them into the promised land. It's there that Hannah could go in prayer and touch God and know the truth this time. Her prayers would be answered, knowing that God heard her and would touch her. It's this awareness, it's this moment in our lives, in our personal lives, when God reveals that something had so much more weightiness than we ever perceived before. Just water out of the common well in Bethlehem. I mean, everybody's using it. It's not just for kings. It's not secluded. It's not separated. It's just water. But when David perceived the cost 
And David had something to give that was of great value and worth. When David became aware that this thing was not given to him with no expense and no cost. It wasn't just a freebie. It wasn't just an ad. It wasn't just a coupon in the mail. But this was something that of a price was won. My friend, these are God moments in our lives when the Lord brings you and I to awareness. It's time to take a step up. It's time to grow in this situation. It's time for God. He's trying to show me something right now. He's trying to reveal something that I never saw before. He's trying to bring me to a new higher dimension, to a new awakening. It's time to come to a place. It doesn't matter what's going on around you. All that matters today is that God helps you to realize and see this thing was bought with a price. Oh, what happens when a Christian finally comes to the realization that their salvation wasn't free. It wasn't just choosing the right church in town, but it was that they were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit. There's this awakening, there's this, there's this realization that I, I did not come cheap. That what I have received of the Lord is something that has worth and is precious. Therefore, I beseech you, brother, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice unto him. It's this wake-up call today. That God wants to place in your life and mine. That we would begin to look at the common in our lives and see as some things is a little bit more important than we ever placed on them before. It may be just water from the well of Bethlehem. It may be just another cup, another quart, whatever it was. But at this time, it had meaning. And this time, it was something that David could give back to God. We grow in these settings, friend. We develop not in just the norm and the tradition, but we grow in the awakening and the awareness of what the Spirit of God would show us. You've been filled with the Holy Ghost for a purpose that God could show you. Not only looking backward on what He has done, thank God for that, Thank God we can look back on what the Lord has done for us. But thank God also that we can see the present. This is nothing less than precious. This is costly. This is the box of spikenard that the woman Mary broke and opened before Jesus and anointed his head and his feet with the oil. This is the oil that the apostles said it could have been sold for much and given to the poor. But this is what Jesus said, leave her alone for what she has given is precious. You have something to give to God today, my friend. There's more than just a church service on Sunday morning. It's more than just going through the motions of calling yourself a Christian. But God wants to do a work in you. He wants to bring your awareness and your awakening that what you are in the kingdom is of great worth today. He wants you to see 
Oh, that in the midst of your enemy, in the midst of all that's going on in your world around you, in in the normalcy of every day, God wants you to perceive and understand, and he wants you to give it. Give your life. Give your all. Give your mind and your spirit to him. Would Would you stand with me today? I hope, I hope this message is, is reaching you right now. How often are we living among the common and we aren't even aware? It's just a few sticks and a little bit of meal in the bottom of the barrel until God is in it. And then every day you can thank God for those sticks and that meal because it kept her and her son safe and fed through the famine the entire time. Just the minimal. It doesn't look very impressive. But when God is in it, God blesses it. Just give it to the man of God. He said to the woman there that day, that widow woman. And because of her faith, because of her obedience, God brought a work in her. I I don't know what to say. There's just so many things in our life that are just normalcy. It's just common. It's just day in and day out. It's just going through the motions of life. But I promise you today, God wants to take those moments and make them become something powerful in your life. Praise God. Thank the Lord. It's time to yield yourself to the Lord and what he wants in your life. We go through the week and we become hardened by all the conditions and situations and circumstances. But when we come to the house of God, I pray that your spirit would be moldable, that your spirit would be in tune with the Holy Ghost, and that you would be able to say, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. You see, God placed this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency might be of God and not of us. For we are not our own, but we have been bought with a price. Therefore, because of that gift, because of that awakening, that the common has now become precious, we see something that we give back to God and we give of ourselves and we say, God, all that I have is yours. All that I am, I will follow you. I will live for you. I want to invite you to this altar today, not not possibly to boo-hoo at an altar. I'm not asking you to do something that is unheard, but I'm asking you today, what would it be if you could come down here and just open your spirit and say, Lord, awaken me to the common once again. Lord, let me see the working of your spirit in my life in between the services, in between those times that are special. And Lord Jesus, let me offer something to you today. Oh God, it is praiseworthy. It is God worthy today. Would you come? I invite you to come. What began as a natural thing for a thirsty warrior to long for some cool water ended up becoming something 
that was powerful in the sight of God. What had been common in David's life now became uncommon. What had been special never before now became precious. I believe the Lord would like you to see today that you are so important in God's kingdom. That you today are called that if you are sensitive to the Holy Ghost, I believe that God will reveal even these special things where all of a sudden you are able to perceive your worth and your value. I'm not trying to be boastful. I'm not trying to say that I'm anything. I don't mean to imply that. But I am implying today that I am special in God's sight. And I'm saying today that the Lord is working in my life to bring about those times and those measures where I become awakened of things that are holy and things that are precious and things that are priceless. And those things are the things today that God is calling us to, to climb and go up to higher ground, except they no longer be common. The Lord had to speak to Peter one day as he saw those four corners of the cloth of the, of the great blanket with all those unclean animals. And the Lord had to rebuke Peter three times, call that not which is common, it's unclean. Amen. Today, the Lord would bring us this week to things and places where we are no longer viewing things in our life as just normal, just average, hum-ho, it's just common, it's just simple. But they are places where God has called us to do the incredible, to trust Him beyond measure, and to pray for His will to be done. Would you reach out to Him right now? Lord Jesus, we thank You, Father. Thank You, Jesus. Oh, God, it is Your will, Lord Jesus, that we would not look at ourselves as common, look at ourselves as merely just whole. But, oh, God, You're able, Lord, to bring us to a place or where we perceive the worth and the weightiness and the value of something, and God, to give it to you, to wholly give it to you today, Lord. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Don't give God your torn reputation. Don't give him your bitter woe. Don't give him your lame life. Don't give him just merely your sick days. <clears throat> but give God something of value. Don't give him what's left over. Don't give him what you no longer want. But give God today your first fruit. Give God today your best. Give God today that which has worth and value. And I promise you the Lord will take you the higher ground. One day, through the plague and Israel falling like flies, David perceived and he went to the threshing floor and there he bought the house, he bought the floor. There he purchased the utensils, there he bought the oxen. There 
He paid the entire price when Uriah would, would offer him something that was for free. Take it. I want you to have it, King David. David said, not so. But what I give, I'm going to give my all. I'm going to give you the full price. And he did that day. And that became the very place where Israel's temple was later laid and built. Something about giving God our all. Something about giving God our best is what God really requires and demands and requires from us today. A diseased body, a smitten soul. The Bible says, honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. I'm not talking about money today. I'm talking about your heartbeat. I'm talking about your first for God. I'm talking about your commitment to the kingdom of God. I'm talking about your dedication to those things, oh, that are holy before God. God wants your desirable. God wants your best. God wants your first fruits. God desires you today to perceive God's worth and give it to Him. David saw God as greater worth than even the sacrifice these men gave to bring Him the water from the well of Bethlehem. And David gave it to God because he said, Lord, you are even of greater importance and value than these. Amen. Amen. Present yourself before the Lord today and give him his due. I promise you today, God will bring you to more and more awakening of the common and he'll show you how that your worth and your value and the sacrifice he made is paying off for a life that will serve God with their whole heart. Amen. You can't serve God and mammon. You can't give one foot in church and the other in the world. you got to make up your mind today and say, I'm going to give everything today. To our young people, I say, give God your everything. Now, don't wait until you're older. Can I say to our married couples, give God your all right now in the midst of all the hurts and pains, the feelings, the weakness, the failings. Give God yourself today. And I promise you, amen. It's because you see the worth of your King of kings and your Lord of lords. God bless you. I hope that the message today, I, I prayed that God's will would be done. Sometimes I hate preaching. Why? Because it doesn't go like I had perceived it would go in my mind. But it doesn't matter. Because I know that God's spirit is working here right now. Would you lift up your hands and your hearts to God? Just seek him one last moment. Lord, have your way in our life. Lord, speak to us today. God, help us, Lord, to wake up and to see what you're doing. Oh, God, and perceive, oh, God, the costly things and to give them to God because our faith is in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And they will crown him King of kings and Lord of lords. Amen. He is the righteous God altogether. There is none greater and he is the one you could trust in today. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Let's praise him.
When we offer things to God, an offering, it's like digging deep ditches and knowing that God is about to bring his provision and fill them with water. That's what happens when you trust God by faith and not by sight. Amen. You can measure this church today by the few that are here, but I choose to measure this church today by the presence of God that is filling this place by the word of God that is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, by the very love of Jesus Christ that wants to touch every one of our lives today. Amen. I'm glad to be in church because it's all worthwhile to me. Amen. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Shake hands and be friendly. Have a time of fellowship. Amen. Before you got to go, God bless you today. In Jesus.